So hey, welcome back to the Amaru podcast. I am excited, I am nervous, and I have all sorts of different feels about doing this. But you know what? One thing I know without a doubt is I am supposed to be doing this, and I'm so thankful that you're here with me for this journey. So something that I have been wanting to talk about for a really long time is this feeling of being a fraud. So I think in more recent times it's gotten, it's been popularized as the, wait, am I forgetting? Hey, imposter. (laughs) Yes, the imposter syndrome. My brain completely, like... (laughs) I can't believe how my brain completely blanked. I was just like, wait a minute, I I knew what I was talking about. How could I forget? But yes, so the imposter syndrome is such a real thing. And yeah, so yeah, a lot of, so it's been popularized and kind of talked about more and more in more recent times as the imposter syndrome. But it's basically, and, and this is something I've experienced for the longest possible time, but it's this feeling of being a fraud, this feeling that, oh my word, the lights are going to come on and you're all going to realize that I'm not supposed to be here and everything great you thought about me is actually not true and you're going to walk out that door. And that's something that for, I think, a really long time had me feeling had me feeling paralyzed. But in more recent times, I've been choosing to confront that fear and face it. Now, a big part of, I mean, so, gosh, I could trace this, this, this feeling of this, this fear or this feeling of being a fraud to so much further away. But I think in, in more recent times, or I think a really important moment for just highlighting that feeling for me has to have been in the year 2013 when I won the Club Music Video Awards. Oh my word. So that was, I had just released a single. So my first ever single, my first ever song as a musician into the Ugandan music market. I released that song in December of 2012. And the song was called Stay. You might be familiar with it, f- familiar with it, you might not be familiar with it, but I'll link it below and you can listen to it. Now that song turned out, I mean looking back, it, it turned out to be a blessing and a curse because on one end it's the first time that I ever did a music recording of myself that I liked and I was genuinely surprised when I went to studio, recorded the song and listened, listened to it. I was genuinely surprised at how good I sounded. <laughs> And the thing is, the people that went to school with me, like music is not a new love. I've been in love with music since, for as long as I can remember, right? So music has been a part of my life for a long time. But I was never the confident singer that sang amazing and was like singing loud and proud. I was always that singer that was singing in her closet, in the bathroom, in the shower, writing little songs when I went through a heartbreak or when I had a crush I couldn't tell somebody about. I was never that person who like led the choir, you know, like in school or who who, who shined during all the talent shows. That was not me. And so for well yeah with the exception of once I, I won the talent show but I was genuinely surprised and that was later in life that was in, in high school when I was in Rainbow that's like a whole other tangent but that was literally I, 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 I was never 
the most talented singer. And I was very, very aware of that, right? And so many, many years later, um, now being in college and now just after I finished studying acting in New York, and I recorded the song Stay and really recorded and wrote it. I wrote it and recorded it because I was madly in love with this guy who was based in Uganda at the time and just... It just didn't feel like he felt as strongly for me as I felt for him. And so the song was like a desperate cry for like, please like me back. And I sent the song to him and he liked it and he showed it to a few friends and he got back to me like, whoa, this is really cool. Honestly, at the time I was as genuinely surprised as anybody who had heard me sing before that moment <laughs> at, at how good the song was. So when this song went on to have just the success that, that it had, which for me was the greatest possibly ever, the, the greatest possible success I had ever experienced or attention I'd ever, ever received up until that point was all the, all, all the newspaper articles, all the radio, radio interviews, all the TV interviews, all of this attention around, um, which largely was propelled by the CMVAs, the Club Music Video Awards that were happening around that time, um, I yeah, so I, I got I got so many nominations and I got I got so many nom- nominations for that song and and for another song um, that was called Dance My Pain Away and then Stay was the one that went on to win um, Newcomer of the Year and Newcomer of the Year and Best Female Video of the Year. Now during this time I was based in New York and I think that made really good copy for the newspapers. New York City based singer songwriter Amaru blah 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 blonde. <laughs> And it was it was it was it was it was a studio recording, right? So, you know, in studio, studio is not like live performance. In studio, you get to do all the takes and choose the one you're comfortable with. So it wasn't it wasn't necessarily me at my rawest state either. You know, it was it was a produced song that yes, I did write, but yes, I also worked with a really great producer who produced it well. And so this song won these awards, and all of a sudden. I, doors were opening for me that I had never, ever imagined would be open for me. And this launched this, a series of years of just, a series of years. I didn't, I didn't know it would take as long as it did, as long as it has taken. But at the time it launched this like whole, this new season of my life where I was so scared that I didn't belong where I was and I I wasn't worthy of all the attention I was receiving and that everybody would realize one day, like, wait a minute, she's a fraud. And that was just the most paralyzing feeling, which I was balancing at the same time with this just gratitude to be having that much attention and this excitement to be like in the newspapers, to be meeting people who are like, oh, you're Amaru, you know? (laughs) Um, Those two minutes of fame, um... Yeah, fame, I want to like downplay it, be like micro fame. I mean, it was some kind of fame. I don't know how big of a fame it was, but just those two minutes, those two seconds were some of the most exciting and some of the most frightening seconds and minutes of my life. And what I wish I knew then that I know now is that that feeling of imposter syndrome is not unique. That was not unique. That's something so many people feel even when they are truly remarkable. But I did not know that at the time. And 
and and and and that that that's something that I I cringe a lot when I look back at kind of some of the shows I got to play where I feel like I just completely flopped at them or I just was freaking out. Um, I had had so many awkward encounters with with quote unquote fans. I've never been comfortable with the term fans, <laughs> um, but just people who supported my music. And I remember this one time I went to see this show to like. It was other artists performing, and I went to see that show, and I saw, and then these girls came up to me who were like, "Hey, are you Omaru?" And I said, "Ah, uh, yeah." And then I, I felt so awkward, like, "Okay, I mean, I was never famous enough to like be stopped down the street, but once in a while, people did rec- recognize me, and that was way more than I'd ever had before, right?" And so I think what I ended up doing was I was like, "I guess I should buy them drinks." <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's how I bought them drinks, but like not even the expensive kind because I wasn't bawling like that. <laughs> I bought them like Fantas or something, and I, and then at the end of the concert, um, I had to take a boda home, and I felt some type of way like maybe I should be leaving in like a Lamborghini or something. <laughs> oh gosh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I just hate that. Like that, I had this. I just felt awkward around the idea of receiving attention because I I wasn't I really I wasn't the popular child <laughs> going through school and so I think wait so, so so imposter syndrome that feeling of being a fraud is something that has haunted me and robbed me of some really beautiful and special experiences and opportunities that I've had um robbed me of robbed me of being able to enjoy some of some some really beautiful and just special opportunities that I received in my life and what I want to say about imposter syndrome today is that if you are experiencing it in any any way any shape or form that is just that's that's a feeling that now I know so much more about and I think in the next episode I'll talk a bit more about how you can how you can deal with it but what I just want to say in this one is that it is completely normal so many people experience it I think it's worth reading up reading up on it and I think something I wish I knew back then that I know now is that a it's 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 not special like so many people experience it it's completely normal and I think the sooner you embrace it and not just embracing embracing it for yourself but actually find the strength to talk about it I think the the the, the more power you will get back and give yourself back because I think as I started and this is sadly more recently and by now this is how many years ago this is almost 10 years ago now by now but something that I started to realize being able to talk about it and being able to talk about it was just how many how many more people actually felt that and I think in the knowing that I wasn't alone and that I'm not alone in that feeling somehow the 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 fright the fright um, evaporates with each realization that, wait a minute, oh, so wait, you feel that too? Oh, okay, so I guess it's just because I care. It's just because I care about about my image. It's because I care about what I'm doing and my music and my art and my craft. It's like, oh, of course, of course, then I have this. Of course, I feel the pressure. And of course, that comes with this this fear that maybe I'm not as good as they think I am or as good as I think I am and maybe everyone's going to find out and I think in realizing how many people have that feeling then I start to realize 
especially with other people that I completely admire and realize that they feel that that fear too and that insecurity too I think then what it gives me back is a confidence that wait a minute I think they're completely amazing and they still question that to some extent so is there a chance that I am actually absolutely brilliant and just I'm blinded by this fog and this lie and this insecurity that is not unique to me. And so, okay, I, I don't know how, I don't know how you cope with, with, with that feeling. I'm not even going to ask whether or not you have that feeling. I'm 99.9999999% sure that you have definitely felt this before. I just, I've heard too many people talk about this and I think we just don't talk about it enough. And so I guess I just want to say, hey, you're not alone if you feel like you're a fraud and let's talk about it. I'm curious, in what ways have you experienced imposter syndrome and what parts of your life? And I would love to hear this specifically on my Instagram. That's where the bulk of conversations happen. Um, this podcast is really just an extension of conversations that I already have with my wonderful community over at Amaru Kung on Instagram. I'll tag, I'll tag the, just check in, check in the, in the podcast description. You will find the link to my Instagram and I look forward to connecting with you over there. Hey, if you've listened this far, I would deeply, deeply appreciate it if you liked subscribed and rated this podcast that way it can get kind of higher up in the rankings and more people can discover it and join this beautiful community and the conversations that we do have otherwise until next time hey lots of love lots of hugs lots of warmth and just kisses your way talk to you soon with all my heart amara kung